Secrets from a Coach. Thrive and maximise in revolving workplace. Your weekly podcast with Debbie Green and Laura Thompson. Debs. Laura. How are you doing? I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm working on my podcast figure. <laughs> which is significantly for more forgiving than the webinar figure, which was more forgiving than the standing up in front of people figure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh there we go we're getting there <laughs> we're getting there so what have you been picking up this week that is the vibe Ooh. on the street what kind of conversations have you been having mm. so I think what's been happening um this last week especially is that people are limping towards the end of the year so whereas people were um, last year, I think this time last year, where people were like, yeah, we, we're coming up to the end of um, you know Christmas, end of the year. Let's give it that last push, that last get over the line. It feels like that that is just like worn out of people. So they feel like there's a sense that people are just limping towards the end of the year and then just wanting to get there so that they can reset and think about what does 2021 bring us. So, yeah, that's been really, really good. And that bit around just bring it on. I just want this year to just finish and do one. As somebody told me today, they just want them, you know, and get ready for 2021. So, which yeah. is hard for some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're so fortunate in the people that we interact with, whether people are formal leaders or informal leaders. What are you picking up? And I love it when you talk about this idea of leadership with a small L. So just talk me through that, what you mean in terms of leadership with a small L and how that might particularly relate to the skills that might be really useful for us right now. Yeah, I think that's the bit. We're all leaders, I think, in some form of another, whether we're leading our teams, whether we're leading our family unit at home, whether we're just leading ourselves to to achieve whatever it is we want to achieve. Um, And that that leadership with a small L means that we can all do it. We've all got that gift within us to make decisions, move things forward, um, ensure that we're on the right path, all of that stuff. So that bit enables us to just know what we do to take control of our lives as much as we can to keep moving it forward and make the decisions in that moment they're going to help you move it forward. Um, And I think also what's been picked up this week as well is that people um, who are with partners or significant others or whatever it might be, they're also very concerned or trying to help them as well. So, you know, they're taking it upon themselves to say that I'm okay. My partner is not okay at the minute. So how can I help and, and direct them or lead them to come out of whatever their funk is and just move it forward as well? So, yeah, that's been really interesting to pick up. They're trying to fix everything for everybody else. Um, and they're not big, as I say, leaders with a capital L. They're, they're just leading the way to some extent. Um, there's something a colleague of ours, a phrase I picked up from our colleague Anusha um, a while or so ago that really worked for me, which is you can't pour from an empty cup. So that, yeah. that, that kind of taking time out to make sure that your own energy levels are all right so that you're not then yeah. kind of wrung out and exhausted kind of, you know, did with everyone else. And it did to see you just sparked some thought process actually there, Debs, about listing some of those skills you were talking about. <clears throat> This week, the World Economic Forum has has, um, published their recent trend analysis in terms of what they think is going to be the trends and themes for the future of work and and the future trends. And there's a particular couple of graphs that I've been sharing this week that has been real sort of food for thought. So based on their masses of surveys that they've done, what 
they think are going to be the top 15 skills for 2025. So um, maybe some of the things we've all had to turn our hand to this this year was sort of unplanned or unwanted, but actually might be really critical for our professional development moving forward. For example, in the top five skills alone, analytical thinking and innovation, active learning and learning strategies. Just think how much we've had to wrap our heads around new ways of communicating even. Complex problem solving, critical thinking and analysis. And number five is creativity, originality and initiative. So that ability to be able to think for yourself when potentially can't turn to the person next to you. And what's been quite sort of motivating is that in terms of leadership with a small L, how might you lead your onward career? So whether that is formal Mm. management and leadership or informal in terms of your everyday action having taken stock I guess at this time of the year of what have I picked up this year that actually might be critical for my future career success not only earning but but enjoyment as well how does that link to some of the conversations that you've been having yeah and and I think that bit around creativity that you picked up then it's you know we've had to think differently really differently this year and and dig deep in some cases um I think we all have this in inbred ability to be creative and that starts with um curiosity so you know being curious about you know what am I thinking how am I feeling um going back to linking Love it, it. In. <laughs> it's back again that's it it's about being creative the same two it's questions been- <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but, but it is like it's that bit that says innovation. Like, what innovation. <laughs> what are you thinking? What are you thinking? How you feeling? Because actually, it's it's that you've got to start with yourself, and I think that's the bit that people are having to realise that. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't start with somebody else doing it for you. You have to look within to be able to go what's within my ability, what's within my gift to be more curious and more creative to be able to change my current situation. And you know, we we've all drawn, right? At some point in our in our lives, we started as kids, you know, drawing and you know, little pictures that, you know, people have bought home and you put them on the fridge and you look at them forever. And then you find them 20 years later and you go, oh, that's lovely. But we've all started from somewhere. So how do we draw out, going back to that moment in time, draw out what do we want? What do we want in our lives now? How do we move forward from it? And that creativity bit enables you to then, um, <coughs> excuse me, that creativity bit enables you to make a decision that then enables you to problem solve what might be coming your way and be able to, if you like, steer your way through your life over the next three, six, nine months, even the next year. So it's a bit like going from what's happening now um, and therefore what's going to happen next and that we're in control of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the thing about decision making, I think, is a fascinating one. As you know, I've been interested in it for for, for a while now because I I think the, mach- the the decisions that the machines can't do here we come. It's the robot moment. The decisions <laughs> that the robots can't do are likely to, I think, be the highest paid working moments. Um, certainly by the time we get to kind of twenty thirty, where today's school kids will then be looking for their first role. So there's kids who are currently yeah. in kind of infants and juniors now. And um, uh, I've been wheeling out again, out of the old carousel of content, something that I picked up from an NCT um, course I was on. So it was about nine years ago now. I remember at the time thinking, God, that's useful as a way to think clearly and think rounded around a very uh, high pressure 
um, uh, untrained situation, such as in a childbirth yep. situation. And um, I've been I've been using it a couple of times over the last couple of weeks because what what was coming up from conversations I was having with people is they felt like they were losing their marbles, they couldn't think straight anymore, and everything had all sort of blurred into a set of you know a, a set of same experiences. And the brain tool is something that the NCT train on their courses which I think is brilliant because you never know when you're going to learn the lesson that then helps and transfer from one part of life to another and uh, whether it's leadership with a capital L in a formal organization or whether it's leadership with a small L using your brain and brain stands for the five questions that you would ask if you're stuck in a dilemma so let's say if someone's thinking um, shall I escalate this problem or not what are the benefits of escalating it what are the risks of escalating? What are the alternatives to escalating? What does your intuition, your gut feel tell you? And if you were to do nothing right now, what would the consequence be? And there's been a couple yeah. of people who've said they've sort of put that B-R-A-I-N on a sort of post-it note in front of them because they're having to deal with hugely complicated situations at the moment yeah. of which they can't Google their way out of it because they're brand new problems. So for me, that's innovation, you know, in a little kind of check sheet in terms of using mm. your brain, particularly if you're feeling a bit tired as we kind of get towards the end of the year. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's the bit that, you know, that you're right. God, I remember you sharing that with me actually on a workshop about, I don't know, not eight years ago now. So, and that's a really good that's one it. to it's think It's all about, about innovation. And- it's all about innovation and creativity we're all coming up with all you know never heard before but I think there's that bit law that says all of the things that you pick up on a workshop say or you might have a session with somebody and they might roll out a couple of um, tools that you can use that help you like aid for instance or brain or UDA um, and things like that but it's then not just applying it in that moment from that workshop. I think the beauty in any of these things that you can pick up is then being able to transfer that learning uh, over to whatever situation you're faced with. So, you know, as you said, if you're faced with a dilemma at home, if you were to apply the brain technique to that, you'd probably come up with your solution. So it's it's not just, you know, I've only learned that in that workshop. It is about how do I take all of these add them all to my toolkit and then know which one I can use again in this situation or in that situation um, so that you you be, they sort of merge into who you are. And, you know, one, one tool isn't just going to work on one situation. It can, you can apply it to other areas and you find it works just as well. And I think that's the bit about having, having the um, trusting yourself, I think, to go, how can I apply this here? Um, what can I do differently? You know, like in coaching, we have those, you know, the questions that we use, the lovely question triangle that I roll out wherever it's my legacy to the world as well. Um, but you can apply the, you know, the what, how and when to any situation that you happen to be in. So I think that's the creativity bit as well is just thinking about I can use that here and it works just as well. Um, so it's not just I've learned it on a workshop and then I put it in the drawer and forgotten about it. It's how do you keep those things alive? Um, because I think the more that you use them in your everyday decision making, problem solving, critical thinking, working with others, getting the best out of your teams, um, the more that you, you know, you use them, you know, you don't go to the gym and for once or twice and hope for a six pack. Right. You have to keep going and you have to keep practicing. So how can you do that with with everything that, you know, we offer when we do workshops? It's the same principle. It's the practicing. It's the purposeful practice around it. That enables you to become you would become a you know a master of it really, and we all like you know to have some autonomy and mastery around something that built into our purpose. 
Love it, Debs. Two thoughts going through my mind at the moment. First thing is that ability to transfer from one world to the other. That's the human edge. You may yes. have had AlphaGo, which was the AI that kind of rocks the world in terms of being able to beat the human champion in the game Go, which is 50 yeah. times, 200 times more complicated than chess. But that bit of AI can't transfer and play chess. It's it's part of that human ability to transfer mm-hmm. something from one world to another. So that's the first thing, is that we better get yeah. jolly good at transferring information from one world to another, because that pretty much is going to be our edge as the kind of the decade rolls on in terms of why would you have a human looking at a series of problems? Because there's yeah. so much amazing technology out there, but actually the ability to transfer it from the world of um, you know A across to the world of B is kind of really key. The second thing going through my mind is how empowering for anyone listening to this who feels like they haven't been in the world of work for a while. Maybe you've been raising kids, having childcare responsibilities, you've got elder care responsibilities, you're wanting to switch careers. How empowering, because actually that ability to transfer from one world to the other it yeah. is absolutely a strength that that is going to be something to kind of put on your CV. So just because you're an expert in that particular world, well, no one is an expert right now in a particular world because everyone has had the rug pulled out from underneath them. That yeah. the fortune will favour those that are able to transfer quickly. What have I learned from that? How can I apply it there? And of course, yeah. that's one of the the key skills that are going to be prime and you know premium over the next sort of five or six years is being able to yeah, yeah apply that and manage yourself. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's the bit where you always say as well, Law, that, you know, you're never too young to leave. You're never too old to learn as well. And I think that's that's always resonated when I heard you say that first. And I'm going, yeah, leadership is an inside job, really, whether, you know, you're on a small L. It's just that it starts with you. It starts with understanding who am I? What do I bring? What am I good at? What do I do with it? And then, as you say, thinking broader with all the all the things that you probably picked up across the years. So wisdom is 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 timeless and ageless, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, as is as is the the ability to light your face and take years off your face with a light box. That's it. Webinars and podcasts. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. You still sound like you did ten years ago. Um, and actually, that <laughs> quote I picked that up from a Dr. Kofi Annan. That never too young to lead, never too old to learn. And you see people's faces light up when they hear it because it's really liberating. Um, And actually one of the benefits of unprecedented time is people who this time last year wouldn't have dreamed of being a leader. um, You've probably looked around you and seen some examples of great leadership and not great leadership. And no one is born a leader. As you always say, Debs, it's it's you, um, you know, in a kind of a slightly different kind of version of you, but anyone can do it. It's a case of, um, you know, thinking about how you can get the best with people and get the best out of people. And I think it's yeah. going to be a very interesting time over the next decade for um, people getting I into leadership. So. so what would your call to action be to anyone who is thinking about, you know, this idea of leadership with a small L, maybe they're kind of in a state of flux in their own career at the moment. What would be some key takeaways that you would suggest to people to have a think about as we close down this calendar year? Yeah, I think there's a bit that says, you know, think about the times where you were most proud and that you were most at your happiest and then think about, well, what was it that enabled me to be proud or to be happy? And because that's your skills, that's your inner self, that's your authentic self going, yeah, you can do this. Tap into that, which then will feed you to move forward, if you like, knowing that you've got a whole realm of experience to bring with you. So I would say take a bit of mo- take a moment to think about when was I most proud and what was that moment and what did 
what did you what did you do to create that and then capture all of the thoughts that come with it and then when you were at your most happiest what was that moment or moments and again what was it that enabled you to feel that sense of happiness because once you capture those skills that you that you've got that you did then taking them forward then you'll be your authentic self and doesn't matter if you're, as you said, a big leader with a big capital L or a little leader with a small L. Um, being you is the key to everything. Oh, I love it, Debs. You know what you got me thinking of? Wouldn't it be great to end the year thinking of a couple of 2020 star stories? Situation, task, action, result. So think of some of those situations, as you said, what were the tasks you had to do? What did you have? What was yeah. the action that you undertook? All that learning. It might have been horrendous at the time, but my God, being able to put yeah. that as a star story with the result at the end. What a way yeah. to sort of close down the year well, to feel um, a sense of excitement about the year ahead and opportunity as opposed to sort of worry with it. Um, OK, yes. so thanks for this conversation. As always, it's been fantastic. And I'm so excited that next week, Debs, we're going to be yes. interviewing the one woman phenomenon that is Mandy Philpot, who I think is just going to give some really fascinating insights into genuine, authentic leadership. And what does that mean in terms of creating a performance culture across thousands of miles, across thousands of people. So it would be fascinating to listen to her. And she's so um, real, isn't she? It's so, um, yeah, definitely. I think that would be really inspiring to listen to for anyone that's thinking, actually, maybe now's the time to dip my toe into sort of formal leadership. Um, so come on, end on a challenge, set, set a dare, set a challenge for anyone listening to this now, one thing that they could do between now and next week. So one thing I'm going to I'm going to pick up on the word that you use. One thing I'm going to ask you to do is what will you do to feel even more liberated than you do right now? Oh, lovely. Oh, she, she says, tucking into a pack of mince pies, maintaining a <laughs> podcast figure. <laughs> Keep it going, Liberating. <laughs> Liberating. <laughs> oh, thanks, Debs. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Secrets from a Coach. Brought to you by Debbie Green of Wishfish and Laura Thompson of Phenomenal Training. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at info at wishfish.org.uk.